Silhouette Zero is made possible by listeners like you. And Kees, who is a Gamorian bounty hunter who nearly got that smuggler at Ord Mantel. Good luck on tracking down that scoundrel, Kees. And thank you. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Silhouette Zero Season 2 Rebellion. I'm your host and GM, Chris Ng. And I'm the brother Matt. Uh, roll five force dice to create a destiny pool. Sure, let me just go to the dice roll. <laughs> oh, come on. I thought I had everything open. Look, I have to open like eight things to get this, okay? There. Because of the rushing, now I have one light side and four dark side. Good, we're going to rush more often. No! Okay. Uh, oh, I should open up the GM notes. Oh, oh, you're not ready? <laughs> that That's a force point. Um, <laughs> no. A, no. <laughs> Uh, B, they're not very good GM notes. Uh, they say, steal everything you learned from dead in the water. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote. Uh-huh. And I wrote one other note. The last you heard, Mani had stolen the smuggler's ace, and less importantly, uh, shoot, I'm playing his name. What's the, what's your not along guy's name? Watmo? Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> see, so unimportant, even the GM can't remember. And less importantly, Watmo at Port Tuca and Click's immediate response was, I'm getting a squadron of Y-Wings and I'm going to bomb it into oblivion or something to that effect. Yes, uh, not really bomb into oblivion. It was more like get a detachment of like rebel forces to come. Uh, I think I picked Y-Wings mainly for ionizing, is what mm-hmm. I said. Okay. So, cut two. You are in a briefing room on the Twilight Imperator. Your immediate superior officer, Captain Argo Betatrix, is staring at you across the hall of protection, uh, looking at your crudely designed plan. <laughs> Um, the, the, the plans on the projection are made by Kobe. Um, so they're uh-huh. in his semi cartoonish style that he always does. Right. Uh, I imagine that they're sort of like Homestar Runner's cheat version. Where it's kind of like moderately <laughs> colored within the lines. And sort of loopy. Uh, kinda. Um, but very, very cartoonish. Like, uh-huh. like Moni's ship has her, like, very chibi forms like standing on top of her ship <laughs> with like, a, with, like leg a, leg. with yeah with like an evil like laughing face <laughs> let me get this straight so you're saying that you want to lead a strike force against Port Tuga to get the ship that you promised that you had back so we can do the mission well it doesn't sound very good when you put it that way Listen, uh, it's not that I mind the use of force. In fact, I might welcome it as of right now. But there's a few things about Port Tuga you need to understand. Like what? Well, firstly, it's hidden within a very, very close proximity of its star. It's how they hide out from the Empire, you see. It's uh, protected by some technology that nobody really knows how to operate anymore, which means... uh. If you go in and ionize it, the whole thing will probably just incinerate. Huh. 
So that leaves us with a couple of options. Option one. She starts tapping commands into the hollow projector, which overrides uh, Kobe's cartoon. We do what you say and lead the tactical uh, starfighter, starfighter assault that causes the station to go into emergency shutdown, which will force Mani to evacuate with the ship where we can ionize it and reclaim it. Deal. Uh, it's, there's some messy ramifications for that. Uh, one, we don't know 100% for sure that you'd be able to get your ship back in one piece. Two, it will no doubt kill everybody on that station. And even if you thought those were acceptable losses, this is a hut-controlled station. We'd be making quite a few enemies, and I doubt they're going to understand from a rebellion sort of perspective. Well, what's the Rebellion's official stance on huts? The Rebellion has to make deals where it has to make deals. You understand. Right. We'd rather not make any more enemies other than the massive galactic empire threatening to crush us with its superior military force. Right. So we tolerate them, and we try not to make additional enemies. Well, if that's the official stance, and if that's hut-controlled space... Why don't we work out a deal with huts? Um, your 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 last words were, if we try to swindle them, we'll just end up being counter swindled or, or something like that. You you were the one that didn't want to make a deal. Oh right. I mean, we can go through channels, but it's gonna take time. Or we can go and negotiate yourself. That could be option number two. Uh, option number three is uh, similar to option number one, but a little bit more scaled down. We take a ship that has more of a smuggler marking, maybe just the Spice Wolf. We load it up with a couple of assault troops. But then you have us back on a weird, awkward ground battle in a space station that we don't really belong in. True, but if we move swiftly enough, uh, might be able to take them by surprise. It's not like we're dealing with an organized resistance on the other side. It's just a handful of smugglers and hut security crew who aren't really... Prepared for a full-on military invasion. Alright, well, what sort of compliment would we bring with us? So obviously, we're not going to be able to do this by ourselves. Oh, I'm sure I can call in a few favors and get two or three squads. Bloody mess, though. But fewer casualties, I'd imagine. Well, let me put it this way. We need this ship. I don't need it. It's a nice ship, but we need that ship. Option number three... We lay down a little distraction, and your Tordarian friend there does a little switcheroo. Steal it right from under her nose. What? He's always going on about how we should steal everything, isn't he? Right. So let him steal it. Hmm, I do like this plan. Wait, you're going to manage to go in where your ex-slash-rival-slash-nemesis lives and try to steal the ship from her? Oh, well, now, I wouldn't suggest this if I thought you were just going to use your own wits alone. I would bring a little present along. What's the present? Is it Jinko? Are we selling Jinko out? (laughs) She reaches down to a footlocker, pushes it into view, and kicks it open to reveal a very strange-shaped sword. Looks like a practice vibro sword, but somehow blockier. What's this, Kark? Just a little... uh, Did Tazi make it for you? (laughs) Hey, I wouldn't make something that big. (laughs) 
Yeah, but it looks like she used your trash. <laughs> this is an Im experimental Imperial weapon I stole a few missions back. It's an ion sword. A what? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And I would have to agree with you, except that it works. Hmm. How does it work? <laughs> you can depress the safety trigger, pull the firing trigger, hit with the thing you want to ionize. Massive discharge can completely ionize anything up to silhouette four in one single strike. And the uh, most primary systems are on object silhouette five or higher, depending on the size, of course. What is this silhouette garbage? Like, in terms of knowledge, I have, like, zero knowledge of silhouettes. I'm, like, silhouette zero. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's the podcast, folks. <laughs> we did it. We used the name. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. The only drawback to this little toy is that it takes about an hour to recharge it. But you set this thing off in the station at a key moment, not much anyone's going to be able to do. Of course, we could take it along with a strike team as well. Okay. So, I have some questions. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Okay, so we take your magic sword onto the station and ionize it. Mm-hmm. Then we try to steal the ship... From the space pirate. She's not really a pirate, more of a con artist. Whatever. She had a pirate crew, she's a space pirate. We steal it from the pirate queen, and then somehow fly out of a sh station that's ionized? Are you saying you're not up to the flat challenge? I'm saying I can't fly through closed doors. <laughs> well, I mean, we could probably... Make sure the door was open before we ionized it, or I mean, we would have to time that. We would have to time that perfectly. And I don't know if you know this about that, um, about that ship, but not a lot of the passenger space. That's why I suggested only maybe a couple of you do this kind of move. Ah, screw it. We're doing it this way, Jinko. What really? Yeah. All right. Just don't get all messy with the girl. All right. I promise. She is not at all anything I care about anymore. <laughs> Roll a cool. <laughs> uh, save three purple. Uh, two yellow and a green versus three purple. Success. Oh, he's lying. I unholster my blaster. <laughs> this is the. What? I I pull out the quick trigger. <laughs> what? What? What are you getting a gun out? <laughs> I put it against his forehead. Oh. Jinko, I'm the captain now. I get to do the thing where I pull out the gun and point it at people's heads. Okay. If you mess this up, if you get sloppy and make this into a whole thing, and then we'll all get involved, and then Kobe will have to do something stupid, and then Tazi will probably get kidnapped, and I'll have to be amazing and save all three of you sorry butts, I'm going to be so miffed that I'm going to put you on probationary status. <laughs> oh, but probationary status is so demeaning. So don't make this a mess. That's all you gotta do. Make it nice and clean. That's okay, it. Okay, I I have no intention of making this a mess. It's just you know, money is a little different. She she's the one that makes the mess. Like, 
No, no, no. See, that's the type of mentality that gets us into messes. Tell you what. Would this be easier if we just, you know, asked if we could do a little to her? <laughs> I, I do not understand your meaning. Oh, um, hey, Captain. Yeah. You got like a vibroblade still, right? Well, sure. Yeah, stab people in the throat, right? <laughs> whoa, 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 wait a minute. What? You're suggesting to make this easier, you will kill her? No, have her assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I will keep my cool. All right. I will, I'll have Colby with me. Colby can keep me on the straight and narrow. Mm. All right. That's fair. <laughs> I'll search this gun again. <laughs> All right. I'll go make preparations. Yeah, you go do that. Oh boy, Tazi, what, what are we gonna um, do with him? I don't know. What should I bring? We're gonna try to sneak in. Um, mm, Maybe some sort of large-scale explosions <laughs> or explosives. Mm, you want me to swipe some proton torpedoes? Oh, that might be good. Okay, I'm gonna swipe some proton torpedoes. Heads off. You're not a great influence on her, are you? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, man, you should have seen her when we first met. She was, like, so against this sort of thing, and you just really wanted to only focus on her music. This was, like, a side gig. Listen, do you want me to kill this money person? I told Jinko I wouldn't. I know you're trying to be the straight and narrow tried and true captain here, but sometimes these things need a little backstabbing, and not just for the girl. What do you mean? Well, I mean, maybe you have to betray his trust to make sure this job gets done correctly. Look, if I have to betray her trust, or his trust, it'll be because things have gone pear-shaped like normal. She'll be standing there in some dramatic fashion. She'll say something like, now choose, and I'll just have to shoot her in the face. That sounds awfully complicated. You've seen this work. <laughs> I had an officer one time always said a phrase that I come to... Quite appreciate. Oh, what's that? No loose ends. Eh, makes a lot of sense. I mean, like, if we killed those bounty hunters the first time, we wouldn't have seen him like the other three times. Or Crud. Crud, man, if he just got shot once, that would have been saving me loads of headaches. <laughs> I'm going with you on this mission. I hope you don't mind. Oh, I insist. This is more Good. your speed than mine anyway. Till we get my ship back. Good. Now, um, before we go, I'm sure I can pull a little intel from Portuga. Anything in, in particular you want to know? Oof. Um, standard security detail? <clears throat> like, what kind of enemies we'll be facing? Yeah. Um, right. and also space, uh, people? <laughs> space defenses? Yeah. <laughs> Right, I'll get right Starship compliment. For... That's what I was trying to say. Gosh. Yeah, I'll go look for some space people for you. <laughs> oh, come on. I forgot a word. <laughs> Why is every time that I forget a word, people make it into a whole thing? <laughs> All right. Anything you want to do before you depart? Uh, No. I mean, I don't have any more messages, right? Nope. All right. I assume you want to take uh, the wolf. Yeah.
you drop out of hyperspace next to Port Tuga. As Argo explained, it is in a very close proximity to a star, so even looking at it is sort of difficult unless you adjust the dimmer switch on the cockpit, which you do. Um, <clears throat> they ask you for a landing, you give your clicks, quick trips, yep, credentials. <laughs> with a signed autograph next to it. Uh, and it's really just a very pre standard proce operating procedure for you guys. No big deal at all. You've been here before. Or you've not been here before, but you have a smuggler reputation these days. That's whatever. Um, so there's a couple of places you could go. Uh, you do know that Shula the Hut is the person in charge around these places. You know there's the Barbie Harpy, the local cantina, there's some bazaar, and then there's the ship, uh, the docking bays. Okay, um... I think Click's gonna go to the cantina first. Alright, what loadout? Smuggler loadout? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the beginning of Splinter Cell, like, do you want the stealth mode or the kill mode? <laughs> Okay, uh, is anyone bringing the sword? Um, I think Click would make Tazi take it. Okay. Um, this is pretty heavy. Yeah, but it's like ancient Jawa weaponry. <laughs> I don't know if we were ever sword wielders. Although, I kinda, can I fiddle with this? Um, maybe after the mission. Oh, okay. Why, you think you can make it better than the Imperial Elite? I don't know, but I want to try real bad. Okay, you can try. <laughs> You're not really gonna let her mess around with that sword, are you? Hey, she kept the Spice Wolf intact in the condition that I first saw it in. I trust her. If she breaks it, you do realize that we're gonna have to come up with a new distraction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got distractions in spades. I've been working on the singing and dancing number. I'm Con Click a Chalk. I'm a living distraction. <laughs> Alright, so you want her to mess with it? Yep. Alright, here we go. <laughs> this is such a bad idea. I love it. <laughs> uh, okay. Mechanics is three yellow, two green. It's against four purple. Uh. Yeah, okay, so between all of her gearheads and jury rigs and inventors, there's no black involved, so. Good. Three yellow, two green, four purple. Uh, three successes, an advantage, and a triumph. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a horrifying display of efficiency, Tazi clicks a button, and the whole thing seems to just fall apart. Ooh. No, you know what I had to do to get that weapon? Hey, wait, wait. You see what she's done with that weapon? What? Look at it. She broke it in one move. She's had it for less than two minutes and she she's already broken it. She didn't break it. <laughs> um, okay, so for the successes and the advantage, I'm going to say it will greatly accelerate the recharge rate. <laughs> now, for the Triumph, do you want to change its shape or even faster 
increase the recharge rate. Now, what do you mean by change its shape? Well, instead of it being a sword, you could make it something else. Same ability. Hmm. Now, when you say faster, how much faster? I'm going to say it's probably five minutes right now. It's what? Five minutes. Instead of an hour? Yeah. That's with the triumph or without? Without. Oh, what's with the triumph? Um, every round. <laughs> what? It's a triumph. Wow. Oh, that is tempting. But I mean, people are going to... Nah, but people don't really think it's a sword, do they? It looks like a practice sword, if anything. Yeah, I mean, it's a jaw carrying a lump of metal. <laughs> Sure, I'll take the infinite, um, the infinite ion. ion sword. Okay. That can do like silhouette five, you said? Uh, up to silhouette four. Oh, still. Um, yeah, I mean, you can disable quite a bit on a silhouette five or higher, but. Okay, so she takes the whole thing apart, kicks away a bunch of extra pieces. Uh-huh. Who needs safety redundancies? See, that's, well, thing. that is why you influence her. <laughs> This, what this thing really needs, is more power. And she adds a power core into the center of where a lot of the pieces were. <laughs> so the length is maintained. The shape is maintained, but it's got a lot more juice behind it. <laughs> there we go. No more pesky recharge rate. Ooh. See that, Captain? No, no more pesky recharge rate? That is why you have a Jawa. Well, I mean, I don't know why there was a recharge redundancy factor in here anyway. It doesn't really need it. They probably it's probably just Imperial safety protocols. They probably didn't know how to make it not have a recharge rate. <laughs> yeah. All I know is this one doesn't got one anymore. <laughs> See? Now aren't you glad you're carrying it? Uh, hey, Cobe. Uh, wall? I, you pr probably don't want to touch this. Wall? Wall, wall, wall. Probably... Super ionize you? It's not great. Wall? Hmm. Maybe I should get around to installing one of those backup power cores on you, huh? Don't they have those things that are, like, not touching the metal or something? How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> it's a backup power supply. It's a redundancy circuit. So, you know what? Never mind. It doesn't matter. It just... I'll, I'll, we'll do it later. Wall. Wall. <laughs> Just, just so you know, the that roll only had one threat. All the other purples were blank. Yeah. That is ridiculous. <laughs> well, it pays for, for the purples usually being very strong. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you're going to the cantina. The Barbie Harpy. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's a spacer bar. Seems a little crowded in here today. Lots going on. Lots of activity. All right, guys, let's see why it's so bustling in here. Low profile, guys. Streetwise, please. Group roll? Uh, you can if you want. Well, I mean, is everyone participating or no? Sure. I mean, you, you told them to yeah. find out. So, um, highest cunning is four on my side, and there's one rank for Tazi. Uh... Yeah, so one, two, three, green, one, yellow, and three blue. Uh, how much do you want to know? Or how high of a figure do you want to get in touch with? Ooh, let's make this... Let's make this like a moderately difficult roll. 
I want some so risk. Three. You want a three? I want a four. A four? Yeah. So three green and yellow, three blue and four purple. Uh, three success and an advantage. Woo! You, um, let's see, I need species. Download Womp Rats at sellzeropodcast.com slash gm dash resources. Uh, uh, Ooh, it's a deffle. <laughs> He's, uh, holding court at one table. That's when I said to her, I don't care how beautiful you think you are, you dumb twi'lek lady. I'm in charge here. Oh, then what happened? Ah, she kicked me off the ship. <laughs> Everyone finds the ending of this story to be sad and boring, and a little crowd he has starts to disperse a little bit. Well, well wait a minute. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a famous pirate. Those twi'lek <sighs> pirate women, huh? Are they the worst? See, see, there's someone who knows what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, let me get you a drink. What are you drinking? Nothing yet. I'll have whatever you're drinking. <laughs> I don't know, little guy. You sure you can handle it? I rolled with Duffel before. He brings, uh, he goes up to the bar, brings you back some kind of weird, clear liquid. I pick it up with both hands and gingerly sip on it like always. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, if you could only see the ultraviolet on that drink. Woo-wee! <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Hmm, this is actually pretty good. So, you're familiar with the uh, infamous Mani, huh? Mm-hmm. Got a bit of a score to settle with her, actually. <laughs> Who dozens around here these days? Really? <laughs> She's m- racked up a very quick list of enemies on this station, my friend. I would like to turn that list into a list of invites. <laughs> oh. Trying to even the score, huh? Huh? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, you've found the right guy. I happen to know every one of these people personally. Now, some of them don't like each other so well. We can work around that. Yeah, just keep them not in the same part, right? I mean, it kind of depends on what you're thinking here. I mean, I don't even know your name, bud. I'm Con Click and Chuck. Ah, Click's Quick Trips. The he puts his hands up for air quotes. Legitimate freightsman business. Always. <laughs> My name is Besnar. Now, how are you specifically thinking of settling the score? You want to rip her off? You want to uh, ruin her reputation? You just want to kill her? Nah, nah. If I wanted to kill her, I would have gotten, like, some sort of Salonian assassin on the case. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not only do I want to rip her off, I want to rip her off and ruin her reputation to the point where she has a single purpose in life is to have a vendetta against me later on. That's a pretty specific set of goals you got there, bud. Eh, it's it's a realistic set of goals. <laughs> hey, I don't live your life, you don't live mine. Uh, like but she- I could really, really use some of the credits I lost to her back, so, you know, if you cut me in on some of the money, I'm sure we can uh, make an arrangement. Hey, easily, I don't need the credits. Oh, you don't? No, she's got a ship of mine. Stole. She managed to uh, capture one of my crewmates and the ship. 
Ah, so you're the owner of that sweet little HWK. Yep. You guys help me get that back. I'll help you with the rest of it. But frankly, right. but frankly, I don't need the credits, and I also don't need any trouble with the huts if you catch my meaning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Now, here's a little sticky part. She doesn't exactly like meeting with any of us, because, you know, we hate her. Look, she doesn't even know that you're coming. <laughs> well, I understand that, but how are you going to arrange a meet? She's oh, pretty reclusive. so easily. <laughs> you see, oh. she was bargaining with me already. Oh, all right, Ben. Okay, well, um, uh, maybe an hour, you got a place we can meet? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Jinko? Yes. Where are we supposed to meet with her if we were to, like, trade you with her? I don't know. I have not contact contacted her yet. Well, find out. Well, I was I was meant more meaning like we could meet meet up with the fellas, you know, and then hash out the plan. Oh, you want to meet up in an hour first. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless okay. you really got unless you really like kind of a go by the seat of your pants kind of guy. Well, I really am. <laughs> but I don't think you all are. I think we'd all be a little more comfortable, you know? Well, yeah. Now that makes sense, rather than everyone just having this turn into some weird, sort of weird shootout. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So where do we meet? Oh, I just got to the station. <laughs> oh, you got a ship? Yeah, we can meet on this on my ship. Spice Wolf. All right, one hour. Yep. This has been a very fortuitous meeting. All right, Captain. This will be easy. <laughs> easy? You found the first person who happens to hate her and you try to strike up a bargain with her without vetting him. How do you know he's not part of the crew? Mm, like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's going to turn her like, so, you know, he, here he got off the away from the table and his back is to the devil. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, he's talking to Argo right now. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, like this. And he spins around real quick and reaches into his coat pocket and pulls out a draw flash stick and just holds it right <laughs> in front of the in front of uh, Besnar. Yeah. And you're not going to double cross me, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I know you think that thing's not lethal, but you could blind me with that, you know. Oh, uh, I know. Oh, right. Oh, hi. I'm not going to double cross you. If you do. Yeah. I'm just gonna use this over and over. Hey, hey, you, you know, uh, look, look, I wasn't gonna bring this up, but I heard what happened to your last manager, you know, the last devil you ran with. Oh, so you do know me for something besides my sh my legitimate freightsman business. Yeah, I mean, there was an advantage I never spent, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just, uh, okay, all right, all right, all right, relax. Trust me, I hate this broad. All right, works for me. Hey, hey, and, and, and don't call women broads, or he'll flash you. Nah, broads is okay. <laughs> I don't think so. Give me that stick. No, <laughs> you have your own stick. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so anything you want to do in the intervening hour? Um, no, because he wouldn't want to wander too much mm -hmm. because he might risk running into anyone on her crew. All right, so he's heading back to the ship. Argo taps on Kobe. Oh? You mind doing a little digging for me? Oh. 
Come on. Takes you to the computer terminal. See if you can figure out what the docking bay, the smuggler's ace is being held in. Uh-huh. And what's the difficulty? Uh, three purple for general location, four if you want more. Four for more! This is going to be four yellow and a green versus three pur- or four purple. One success and one advantage. See, those purples were all out. Yeah, but not enough for Kobe's pure skill. In fact, I like to look at it and say it was just that last bit of talent, that last green that gave you your <laughs> success. Oh, yeah, huh? The green actually is the only... Everything else cancels out except for that green. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you have uh, complete access to the shipping records. Docking Bay 7. Hmm. I don't suppose uh, you can get the video feed. Oh. You can have it for your advantage. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. There are some guards stationed on the outside. On the four of them. She must be awful confident that no one's going to get through the hut security around here. He's suggesting what if they open the environmental um, protection? <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think. But if you space them, it's going to cause an alarm. Like not unless he's like, not if everything fails due to the to the ion sword. I suppose. Hmm. He's like, want to go shoot him? I mean, I could. The other question simply is, is anyone on the ship? Uh, he's going to try to make a, another slicing roll uh-huh. to get into like the diagnostic scans on the station. Because like stations okay. can detect life forms, right? Uh, sure, that seems reasonable. Yeah. So I'll do another roll for that. Uh, three purple. Okay. Uh, no successes, but two advantages and a triumph. Okay. So you're trying to tinker your way into the internal sensors for this section. Uh-huh. Portuga, as I mentioned, is based on some very old alien technology that nobody really knows how it works. They barely know how to keep it running. So Kobe's having trouble figuring out how to interface with it. Uh, but while he's doing it, um, he's kind of fiddling around through the communications array and hears... <laughs> Rusty says, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, where, where are you? Spice Wolf. <laughs> Did you come to save me? Uh, can you do it fast? I'm scared. He's like, sure, where are you? Smuggler's Ace. Anyone else on there? Yeah, the Twi'lek Lady and Watmo. Like that ship is awfully small to have that many people on it. <laughs> it's only two. He's like every other time it's come up, it's been very small. <laughs> well, the HWK one thousand's silhouette four. It's big enough that it's not exactly like the Moldy Crow, which is a Hawk two ninety. Ah, so it's it's small, but it's got enough. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was still in the 290 mentality. Yeah. The 1000 has a pilot, a co-pilot, and four passengers. 
Right, yeah, it's it's confusing, but they, we've got two ships that look exactly the same. And yet have completely different, like, seating yeah. <laughs> and specs and size. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, did you did you bring anyone else, or is it just you? Well, 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 well. He's like, no, nah, everyone's here. What do you want me to do? Well, 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 well. <laughs> Get rid of the get rid of the Twi'lek and take back the ship. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. Well, 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 <laughs> well why not? Uh, I'm an astromech droid. Wow. Wow, wow, wow! Like R two units. I'm an R five unit. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> What's going on? Why are you why are you being so noisy? I don't think that was like a verbal conversation. Uh, Wouldn't that just be like binary? What's taking you so long? She's on that ship right now. Uh-huh. Hmm. I mean, she's just one woman. Oh. Uh-huh. She checks her blaster. This'll only take me a minute. Uh-huh. You like environmental controls? <laughs> On standby, please. Oh. So is he cool with this? He's just like, whatever. He has no involvement in this. <laughs> he offered to space four people. <laughs> just when he's just by looking at them on the camera. Kobe wasn't even there when Mani and Jinko were talking. <laughs> he was on the ship. <laughs> he's got no idea. Okay, so we're going to do a couple of rolls for Argo here. Do you want to do them for me? Sure. Alright, first is Stealth. Oh boy. Alright, so her Stealth is two yellow, two green. It's against one purple. <laughs> These guys are dumb. I'm gonna say a black because they're helping oh. each other. Pick your favorite. Do you want five successes and two threats without the black? Or three advantages with the black? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna take the failure from the black. Because had we rolled it in real life, that's what you would have done and just picked up a sure. black and tossed it. So, four successes, two threats. Yeah. Argo has to sneak into this facility um, in a very inconvenient way. What is the inconvenience? Um, honestly, it's probably going to have to be trash compactors. Yes, trash. <laughs> right? The trash door to Docking Bay 7 slides quietly open. <laughs> Argo peeks up with a banana peel on her head. And this is why in episode one of Sil Zero, they cleaned out their trash compactor before they jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, tumbles out very sneakily in across the bay until she reaches the smuggler's ace door. It is currently closed and locked. Okay, can Kobe have Rusty open the door? Sure, I'm gonna have you roll Rusty against, uh, um, make a roll for, like, a stealth. Okay. So, um, okay, so, it is, uh, two green. Yep. Well, it depends. How do you want to do this? There's, you can do stealth, um, deception, skullduggery. Actually, they're all... They're all pretty bad. I don't have his stat block, so I can't make any of those calls. Yeah, well, I'm just looking at it. It's just, uh, it's pretty much going to be too green no matter what you do. Unless you want to try to do, like, a computer or something. 
Well, I mean, that's how you would unlock it, right? How was... Okay, let me put it this way. How was he able to talk to Kobe? Okay, so, um... He is plugged in... Okay. ...to the ship. Um... In... Like... <laughs> he did the only thing he could think of when the ship was captured, and he pulled the I'm a Navi computer routine. Right. He's just retracted himself. He looks kind of like he's he's plugged into the wall and he does not move and his lights are off and he's like, I'm just a piece of machinery. I'm just a piece of machinery. Well, then I would I would argue that he doesn't really need to do anything. He's already plugged into the ship, his ship. He doesn't need to bypass security because it's just a simple command. All right. Um, this is what I want you to do, because it's it's not a matter of difficulty of opening the door. It's can you do it without getting noticed? Um. All right, I want you to do a cool check, a yellow and a green against two purple. Okay. Uh, three success and a threat. All right. Rusty takes the a string. <laughs> what? Rusty takes a string. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not cut out for this. <laughs> the door, uh, the ramp lowers smoothly. The door opens. I mean, the smuggler's ace is just so slick. There's no puffing and groaning. It's just... <laughs> uh, roll me one more stealth for Argo. It's going to be two yellow, two green against uh, three red. Okay. Uh, despair, two success, and a threat. So she doesn't get caught, but what happens? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> How do you use a despair without without ruining the stealth? You do something like Watmo goes, ah, who is that? <laughs> no, no. This... All right. So Argo stalks up the gangplank. Mani is in perfect position to pounce upon her backs to the door. So she does. She pounces right onto her back, grabs her around her neck, and then reaches for her vibroblade. Um, which she hadn't even pulled because she was trying to save the, the sound. Right. So she's already got her. Uh, she's reached for the vibroblade. Mani, out of reflex, pulls her blaster and fires, hits Watmo. Watmo falls to the ground uh, with a big old blaster bolt in his chest. Uncertain, unclear right now if he's dead or not. Um, and Mani struggles backwards, stumbling, and bashes Argo into the wall. This causes a bunch of ruckus and... Uh, that and the blaster discharge sets off a small general alarm that Kobe can pick up on. Oh man, Watmo's dead. <laughs> um, okay, so we got two options. We can either try to close off the alarm, or open up environmental and change the alarm. <laughs> this is true, and with that alarm, those four people outside are going to start getting involved, probably. Yeah, let's try to slice the environmental. Alright, it's just three purple. Four success and two advantages. Morning. Decompression in now. Those <laughs> <laughs> uh, four pirates that get blown out into space. <laughs> Rusty uh, immediately raises the ramp, realizing that the exterior is under decompression. <laughs> Alright, can you roll... Um, Go ahead and roll three green unopposed for the initiative check for Argo. 
Uh, three success and three advantages. Okay, uh, she goes first. What do you do? What do you want her to do? Stabby, stabby, stab. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I also want to give her a blue from those advantages I didn't spend. Okay. So, a, a yellow, two green, one blue for advantages. One blue because she's kind of got her on the ropes here. Uh-huh. Uh, against two verbal. No defense. Uh, no. Two success and four advantages. Yikes. Crit? Yeah. 25. Vibro doesn't have vicious or anything on it. <laughs> uh, the blade? I don't think so. Dang. Or the, the, yeah, the, the knife. Uh -huh. Just pierced it. Um, so, what's... Oh, I... Pfft. What's her brawn? I have all of that information. <laughs> I don't know. Three. Ah, you smelly little weasel! How dare you try to get in my way! Um, so I imagine uh, Mani's going to try to just brawl her off of her. Uh, and unfortunately, that's only two green against two purple. I'm gonna flip a dark side. To upgrade. Oh, off balance. Add a black two next skill check. So I'm gonna put a nice. black here. Uh, here we go. Nope, failure two threats. Uh, she tries to throw Argo off of her, but cannot do it. Can those turn into a blue again or no? Sure. Sweet. So, Sweet. same roll. Awesome. Except I'm going to flip another dark side to make one of those a red. I'll flip one. Do, 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 do. Uh, two success and two advantages. All right. How does she kill her? Well, she's on her back, right? Mm-hmm. When she tries to throw her off, you know, reaching up with her arms and like trying to grab her shoulders and throw her off, but she can't. But in this angle, she's very actually, she's actually very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And so while her arms are up, uh, I imagine she just reaches and pulls her leku up. <laughs> so it pulls her head, her neck back uh -huh. and just does a quick slash. Because <laughs> Argo is supposed to be very clean and neat. Mm hmm. Mani falls to the floor. floor. Starts bleeding all over the deck. Argo stands up and cleans her knife on Mani's shirt. Slides it back in. Touches her calm. All right, Kobe, we're clear. Restore the environment. Oh. Environment restored. Thank you. She walks over to Watmo. He's dead. It's always the problem with these Barbaro blades. So much blood to clean up. Wah, 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 wah. If you want to keep this quiet, you may want to wipe Rusty. <laughs> well, I don't know how to do that. Get over here. Uh -huh. <laughs> Kobe Hope goes over to help clean up the crime scene. Now, here's a question. Yeah. How does Kobe feel about wiping another droid's memory? Well, it's either that or they get jettisoned into space. <laughs> Forgetting something's better. <laughs> I won't tell, I promise. He's like, calm down, it'll be fine. I'm just going to remove the scary part. But I, I, well, what if you erase everything? He's like, don't worry, I wouldn't do that. There's no reason to. What's it like getting your memory wiped? Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, you do that. How much do you wipe? Um, him being on the, the the ship, like being captured and everything. Yeah. And then a gap. 
<laughs> Perfect. All right, uh, I'm gonna have you roll a combined skullduggery for Argo and um, um, Kobe. Okay. What's he got? He has two yellow and a green. <laughs> ah, so does she. So oh, sweet. Uh, that's three yellow and a green, then, right? Yeah, three yellow and a green. It's gonna be against uh, two purple. I'm gonna flip one for a red. Doke. Uh, two success and a triumph. Ooh, this is squeaky clean. <laughs> they put Monty's body in the trash compactor, I assume. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, fortuitously, at the same time, one of the hut operatives is dumping another body. <laughs> they both look at each other. Wah, they give wah, a knowing wah, nod. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> they have that awkward laugh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Great job. Me me too. Just stabbing folks for the huts. Just taking out the trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. That's a better line. And um, we're kind of at the end here, so... <laughs> end of murder episode. Whoopsies! <laughs> Whoopsie doodle! <laughs> Whoopsie, I killed your ex-girlfriend. Uh-oh, SpaghettiO. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. I didn't well, mean it fun. to turn this murderous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, uh, did I do anything that surprised you? Uh, not really. You expecting me to go with the murder? Uh, I expected that if I offered it to Kobe, Kobe would not care. <laughs> Did you expect me to bring up the murder as an option? No, I guess that's true. I guess I never thought about click putting that idea in her mind. Too. Like, why don't you just go kill her? Uh, now, were you going to offer this even if I hadn't done that? No, actually, no. Yeah, see? There we go. So there you go. This entire episode is your fault. This is all my fault. <laughs> oh, God. Wabo, No. You can go to patreon.com slash silzero. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. Like our Twitter handles at silzerochris. And I'm at S-I-L-Z-E-R-O-M-8. <laughs> Where you can tell me how awful of a person I am for doing this murder betrayal thing. <laughs> uh, uh, rest of the information, fun stuff, blog posts. Um, that's all at silzeropodcast.com. And until next time, don't murder anybody. Da 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 da. <laughs> Kobe has no attachment to this, or really any. Oh, oh, jeez. Ghosts? No, something fell off the Friday the Thirteenth. Seriously, this has been a weird day. <laughs>